What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of All Things Super. I am one of your old spider, and I am joined by some lovely guests today, but starting with the one and only Mr. VIP, Frankie Washington. How are you doing today, sir? I am infinitely awesome, and I think everybody should know it and tell everybody else, and then come back and tell me that they told everybody else that I'm infinitely awesome. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math in my head. If every one person tells two people, then those there you one go. person tell two people. Then there you go. How are you going to receive all of those people coming back to tell you that they told everybody? How do you want them Easy. to contact you? In the comment section. We love reading comments. <laughs> yes! We do love reading comments. But you know what it is. <gasps> if you see this layout and audio listeners, I keep telling y'all you gotta go watch the video. But if you see this layout, you know that <laughs> we have some very special watch the video. We are joined once again by Keisha and Michelle. How are you ladies doing today? Doing good. I'm doing good. Happy to be back. Same. Happy to be back. Excited to talk about the movie. Happy to have you back. It's always a pleasure to have you guys on the show. But God damn right it is. <laughs> of course, if you didn't know, this is All Things Super. Where every week we take a piece of superpower TV, movies, trailers, we watch them, we react to them, we break them down, we review them, and we answer the question, is it super? Is it? Is it? Was it? Maybe. Is it? Possibly. Mm. <laughs> mm. But we'll find out. But That's what you get. You get a... Mm. <laughs> But if you like that, you can subscribe to the channel, hit the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes that come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, keep coming and watch the video. But if you like the audio version, just search for All Things Super on any of your major podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to join in on the conversation, you can tweet at us at ATSuperPod. But if you and we like reading the comments. And we like reading the comments. We've already established that. But <laughs> Well, sometimes you got to say it twice. You never know. You never know. Some people will be like, oh, he did say that. He did say it. We got emphasized, re-emphasized, and then extra re-emphasized on the emphasis. It's, uh, it's almost like telling one person to tell two people to tell. <laughs> but if you have clicked on this video or you have selected this audio podcast episode, then you, you know, know what it is. That you already know what it is. We are going to be discussing, we're going to be breaking down, we're going to be reviewing Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Hey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They will come for you. <laughs> they will come for you. But no, we're gonna be talking about what kind of happens. So, first initial thoughts before we get into all of the spoilers and everything, Mr. VIP Frank Washington, I'll start with you. Did you like Black Panther Wakanda forever? Listen, there's no secret. With the passing of Chadwick Boseman, the world was in awe. They're like a stop because we were wondering how are they going to do this movie without him? And then when Marvel came out and said, we are not going to recast Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. They also double down and say, we will not like this. This is how Kevin said it. <laughs> we will not. That's exactly how he said it, but I heard. That's what I heard. We will not CGI Chadwick Boseman into this movie. So we're all at a collective. <gasps> well, no, 
me and Spider, because we said in our other video that more than likely they were going to do exactly what they did. So that's not a spoiler. In fact, if you would have watched that, you would have known exactly where they were going. We were right. You welcome. Anyway, so <laughs> it was a challenge to do exactly what they did. And I think what they did couldn't have gone any better than how it went. And that's my opinion without spoiling the movie. All right. I appreciate so, that. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all I'm going to get out of right now. That's all. That's it. That's, that's too much. I don't give it too much. I thought it was a good movie. I, I cried. It, it happens. <laughs> but no, they did. They did really well with the tributes to Chadwick throughout the movie. They did really well with that. And what about you? That's it. <laughs> She understood without revealing any spoilers. She understood. This is how I don't tell spoilers. <laughs> Just take the cup. Lakeisha, what do you think? I really enjoyed this movie. Um, That's it. <laughs> a lot of aspects of things being uh, from Central America, there were just a lot of things about this movie that I just really, truly enjoyed. And Ryan, Ryan Coogler just did his thing. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. So, yes, I cried too. Maybe not a little, just a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was just amazing, like uh, Michelle said, like the tributes were just a perfect touch of, it, it, it kind of felt like a, a last goodbye that we didn't know we needed, you know what I mean? Like we mourned him for, you know, all these years and now it's like, it was the goodbye we all needed. It was just perfect. So yes, I really, truly enjoyed it. Slide it on, man. <laughs> No, I, I, I share the same sentiment. I, I agree. There are a lot of just beautiful moments in this movie. Like Keisha said, just stuff that we didn't think that we needed and we didn't know that we were going to get. But once we got it, once we received it, we were just like, yeah, that, that's kind of perfect. Um, but, you know, uh, the, the biggest thing was not only when you have a film with such success as the first Black Panther did and how pivotal it was for a culture, a people, uh, and just the MCU as a whole, because you take one of the first African-American super, well, first Black superheroes, because not African-American, he's African, but the first Black superheroes to be featured in mainstream comics and you have it popularized in this sphere in the MCU and just to see the outcome of everything that happened with the first movie. And then even before Chadwick's passing, the question is always, how are they going to top what they did for the first movie? And, you know, of course, we know Chadwick's passing only sort of complicated things. Nobody really knew where the story was going to go. Uh, Ryan Coogler went on record and said that he had an entirely different vision for what the movie was going to be. Yeah, the whole script written. Right. Uh, and so, you know, just to be able to to turn on a dime and completely revamp, revitalize, rewrite everything in your original story to, you know, not only to tell a new story, but also incorporate in that story the memorialization of your friend, your, you know, your main leading star, you know, and this man who became, you know, kind of an icon. For people across the world and it's just 
like y'all said, I don't think that they could have done it any better than what they did. We didn't know what we wanted. We didn't know what we were, we were, what we were going to get. But what we did get, I think it was truly fantastic. And with that being said, <laughs> we're letting all of you know. Get to the meat and potatoes, please. <laughs> video watchers, we gotta hit you with the spoiler. Our audio, our audio watchers, listen. Audio watchers, who fucking audio? Yeah, you you watch what she is. You gotta turn. You know when you turn the radio off, so you can see better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Y'all know what I'm talking about. so much. Thank you so much. But this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and hit y'all with the... That is your official spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Black Panther... It's right over left. i got to make sure I do it right. It's, it's right over left. If you haven't seen the new Black Panther Wakanda forever, then... You lame. <laughs> you heard it here first. I mean, that's at this point, it's such a cultural thing uh, to do such a pop culture thing to do, such a water cooler topic to talk about. Uh, your official spoiler one has been hit. So if you don't want the movie spoiled, I suggest that you go watch Black Panther and then come back to look at these awesome people and get that awesome opinion about this awesome situation. There you go. The work's done. You, you've been warned. I can clock out now. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm done for the day. <laughs> you have been warned. Uh, from this point on, there's going to be full spoilers. We're going to dive into it. Uh, but I will say, I want to start off with this, because I know we all have a lot of things, even though we haven't really discussed anything about the movie since we've seen it. This is the first time all of us are talking together after seeing the movie. But I can already know that there are a lot of things that we enjoyed about the movie. But I want to start off with some negatives if there are any negatives, uh, because I want to get those out of the way, because I feel like there aren't too many, if there are any at all. So, um, <laughs> I got a negative for you. Okay. I got one. And this is going to fast forward all the way to the end, okay? So here's my negative. Mm -hmm. We all know Chad died. We all know in the movie, T'Challa died. Right. At the end, when they took the queen, I understand that in the montage of seeing her brother, how powerful that was, but at the same time, I think you should have gave me the father, the mother, then the brother last. Because there's no denying that those other two people impacted her life as well, and they're all gone. And you just stuck to the brother. That's the only thing that I would see they should have changed at the end. They should have did the father, old, old footage, the mother, whatever footage they want to use, obviously, because Angela Bassett could have did it just like she did the tell them who you are part and then the Chad part. And that would have made a complete wow, wow, wow versus just Chad. So, my, so I, I have a question about that. And I I'll take uh, whatever y'all opinions are on this. So you're saying that we could have got, you know, all three of them. Because, of course, we have Shuri who has lost her entire family. Just like she said, Correct. after her mother passed, she said, I lost the last person who ever truly knew who I was. 
So if we were to get additional footage with Queen Ramonda, with T'Challa, but also with T'Chaka, we never got a scene with T'Chaka and Shuri. So we wouldn't have any old footage to go through with that. Do you think they could have, you think Ryan Coogler could have gotten T'Chaka, uh, the actor that played T'Chaka, to come back and kind of do some shoots, sort of just with some kids? Like, kind of try to de yes. him a little bit, have some, like, yes. young kids, like a young T'Challa, young Shuri, kind of showing that, yes. and then with Ramona yes. there, and then kind of do that, yes. and that as well. And I think it was, and don't get me wrong, it was a gut punch at the end to, to, to do that, but that would have been a real gut punch because it's like, oh, yeah, her dad is dead. Right. Oh, yeah, mom's dead, too. Oh, and her cousin's dead, and her uncle's dead, it's like, oh wow! It was like, yeah. How could you not understand what she's going through? She's lost her whole family. Right. I feel like it really showed that uh, Angela Bassett's character was not a very good leader. That was the only thing. Like she was like to me, she wasn't the greatest queen. Like I feel like besides saving Riri Brown, like I felt like she just made a lot of rookie mistakes. Not a rookie mistake. <laughs> Like, she's not, she like, did you not take any training? That's the only negative part of the So, like, you know, she was up and up. Like, what is it that she was? Yeah, she was. <laughs> I'm sorry, that felt like it was really wrong. I wish that she's such a great actor. I wish she played more a, a like a like she was more level headed as a queen, but then you know she lost her son. She's very emotional, but right. I just felt like she wasn't she wasn't queening like to me. It just felt like she's making all these emotional decisions. What do you yeah. wanted her to do? I mean, like what I mean, you're saying she was. In I wanted her to not start a whole war. I mean, great. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the thing about it was, I think that <laughs> you you take as as a mother. You you take where we start off where she's gone into the United Nations and they're talking about well Wakanda hasn't been pulling their weight they haven't been taking part in you know all of these sanctions and everything and she's just straight up saying you know we never said that we were going to distribute vibranium to the rest of the world never told y'all that who we told y'all that? that we were going to give you any of our resources. And never told y'all that who said that? Right, <laughs> we still you know. One of our outreach locations has been attacked. And it's like, not only has it been attacked, but we know who attacked it. And then she walked the, the mercenaries of the soldiers into who the United Nations. Uh, I am embarrassed. I mean, like, I just, that's just my opinion. I just felt like she could have been a little, a little you more. Kill him, huh? Just... No. <laughs> I just, I, I feel like I, I do understand what you're saying. I feel like she could have better utilized. That's all. It wasn't a very strong character arc for me from, you know, from seeing her step into that role. I just didn't, mm -hmm. I felt like it was just kind of like, that's the only character I didn't feel was very strong in the entire movie. It wasn't bad. It was just not great for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> Lombaku did his thing with that character. Like, yeah. <laughs> man had a character and still a scene. Vegan, you know? <laughs> So there were a lot of characters that I just loved. 
hers, like, it just wasn't like, it just didn't she, pop she, out she, to me. And I was waiting for, I was kind of waiting to see her. She was she, not a queen. And it was yeah, she just wasn't. <laughs> like, she wasn't the stuck, queen. Stuck, the queen. Stuck, stuck queen yeah. That, don't get me wrong, the UN team was gangster, but mm -hmm. I felt like that was more like the Dora Milagier. They didn't show any strategic, strategic things that she had did. There was no real, like, exposition about how she went about doing this. So it's, it just felt like it, yeah. you taking credit for something that, you know, I, I don't know how, you, how they got there. That's all. Like, it was just kind of like, I just wanted to see a little more of her. What about when she, uh, did the... When she took away... Yeah, when she did most of the Koyes. That was so that was so unexpected, though. That was like... It was just like rookie shit. Like, I just wouldn't... No, I don't care how mad I was. It's like, she's the best thing you got going on. She got a whole army. Does she? Who else we know from that army? Name two people. That is... Uh-huh. Thank you. Let's move on now. Wasn't it like Nika or something Maybe, like that? Nika, it's it's hard to It's okay. You say exactly. So I'm just saying that's your star player. <laughs> your daughter is taken. I get it. You mad, but you need to give her the opportunity to rectify herself. Right. Like this is like your most loyal person from like a lot. Did you not see? She would have known that her daughter probably did like one on her own kind of thing. Like, thank you, Michelle. <laughs> you didn't know your daughter that well. You should know yeah. it wasn't her fault that the daughter got exactly. It, to me, it just wasn't very strong. It well, just yeah. wasn't very like. I'll say this, and I'm not discrediting your your opinion is your opinion. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying you kind of can understand. You know, she said, don't take my daughter on this mission. And then when Killmonger took the throne in the last movie, she was loyal to the throne no matter who sat on it. She kind of, you know, she, she, she's harboring that. Like, she, she had almost lost her son then, and then she lost her son. I understand the emotional distress. Same time, like 
I don't understand why the queen wouldn't tell Sherry about him, even though she met him. I mean, it's been yeah, six years. Well, look at Doing her. I keep like, telling you, she wasn't queening. She was on top of the chickens. Yeah, that's crazy. I can understand and think that maybe because Sherry has so much grief going on, there was no room. Knowing that you had a nephew, the last piece of your brother would have gave her some comfort. Of course. You know, so it's the queen just wasn't doing what she needed to do. (laughs) She had to die. She she just had to. (laughs) And there was there was there was like one brief moment where she was trying to or she was about to tell Shuri but I can't remember what interrupted him because she said there was something Yeah, she did say something I need to tell you I need to tell you about your brother and then it got interrupted and it was like it was so brief and then brushed aside like er after everything else that happened it kind of like took a back seat to everything else that was going on in the story so it's like they introduced it, but they they did a. I feel like they did a poor job of paying it off. Like, yeah, we get the big reveal that he has a son at the in the in the mid credit scene, but it's like, like Michelle said, like why? And, and we were talking about it on the way home yesterday, and I'm trying to like put a timeline in my head. It's like, okay, well, T'Challa came back from the blip. Take a baby. <laughs> That, that baby was made already before yeah, at the that, end of Black Panther One. That's what we were thinking because the, the kid looks like he's about six years old at this point. So yeah. he Nakia would have had, had had to have gotten pregnant before Infinity War. And so once and I think that may have been why she left instead of fighting with them because she was pregnant. She left. And, and so she left, yeah. she went to Haiti. And we were talking, we know T'Challa got blipped, we know Shuri got blipped, but we don't know, I don't think Ramonda got blipped. So if that was the case, then in those five years that T'Challa was gone, I'm pretty sure that, you know, she went down to Haiti to be with Nakia, to help her out. That's when she met, you know, young T'Challa, because what Michelle was saying, she showed up at the orphanage or, you know, wherever... Nikita was working, and the little kid came up into her, right. saw her, and yeah. was like, "Oh, you mu- you're here to see the headmistress." So like, obviously, she <laughs> hasn't been there before because you're not going to be walking some strange mm-hmm. woman who's walking into the school and be like, "Oh, I know why you're here. <laughs> I've never seen you before." Day yeah. in my life. So she had that right. been there before. But so I was trying to put a timeline together. If the child came back five years later, after you know, in game and everything, and at some point during that time, he would have gotten sick. And it's sick enough to where his health had, you know, really deteriorated to where it prompted Shuri to try to recreate the heart-shaped herb in order to try to save the child's life. And in doing so, she wasn't able to, the child died. And then we have a year after that, a year after that, the child has passed away. And Ramonda still hasn't told Shuri about it. Like, what were you doing in that whole year? Smart for someone to be in that type of position. That's all, like, for me. Emotionally charged, rather 
Yes. Logically. Which I get and I yeah, understand, but I would just like to see her be a little more rational. A little more queenly. Yes, thank you. <laughs> she need to go watch House of the Dragons. <laughs> we don't need that kind of queen. Oh my we don't need that kind of queen. That kind of queen is dirty underhand. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Spider, what you dislike? What you dislike? Please don't show you. <laughs> this is a family movie. <laughs> this is for the children. Sorry. Children out here. <laughs> no, I think uh, my only and like y'all, all y'all, y'all pointing out these these uh, extra details, and I I hundred percent agree with y'all. Um, the only thing that I caught on, you know, my initial viewing of the, of the movie, it's just some CG stuff, uh, you know, cause I, I, I'm always, that was my other thing. uh, you know, yeah. for the, the smoothness and, you know, of course it's an MTU movie. There's going to be CG elements to it. There's going to be stuff that's, you know, the visual effects and everything. Uh, it's just some of the scenes, especially like when they were out on their large ship in the ocean and sure is standing on like the, the bow of the ship and, her, you know, everybody else is behind her. I don't, it's just some of those scenes, it just, it just seemed like they were rendered weird and it just didn't, like her character within the scene just didn't look placed right. I don't know if it was just like the lighting behind her or the lighting wherever they were on the blue screen or the green screen or whatever, wherever they were. Um, but it was just like some of that was weird. And then when she was kind of like Spider-Man in across the side of the ship, like flipping and everything. And we, we had this discussion before when we were talking about the original Black Panther movie with uh, T'Challa and Killmonger's fight in the cave at the end of the movie, where it's basically just a CGI battle. You have these two CG characters who are fighting each other and they're flipping around and doing all this other kind of stuff. And it just, I know for the most part, you have stunt performers in motion capture suits that are doing the trick and those are being tracked. But when you have these overly acrobatic feats that you have these CG models doing, they all just look a little rubbery. Like they they bend in ways that yeah. humans normally wouldn't bend. So you can you can obviously tell this is a CG CG rendered model. So just like some scenes like that where she's fighting and it just it doesn't it doesn't look as I guess as realistic as it could look as far as CG characters go. And the only other problem and I know that they can't do this in a PG-13 movie, I guess, but Namor stabbed Shuri through hey. the stuff. Hey, I know where this is going. You're looking for something that's just not going to, looking for something that's not going to be there, buddy. It's just not. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. Now, I understand it's a PG-13 Clean movie. Clean as a whistle. Shuri gets stabbed in the stomach. Breaks off the end of the spear, pulls herself like off boss. of the spear. Like the a spear boss. Is, like a queen. Like a, like queen. a boss. But the spear was bone dry. Like you have no That's blood in The vibranium pulled it off. It Always. Real queens don't bleed around here. She that. <laughs> But that, she, and it's like, I she use that good Wakandan, uh, you know. The, the heart herb is like an instant coagulant. <laughs> you don't there you it. go. There you go. Just go ahead and 
dry that out and just walk off of it and look back at it like, I'm good. The only thing that bothers me. And it's like, I know, you know, it's a PG-13 movie, so you can't show the gore and all this other kind of stuff. So you can't show blood dripping off the spear, but I felt like it would have just been, like, a little bit more impactful to see, like, of course it would be dripping red. <laughs> How many guys you seen in this exact movie get annihilated and you see no blood come from yeah. I mean, you're right. And I understand it. That's why I say I understand it. Because they did the same thing in uh in, in Morbius. The dude got slashed across the throat and he was like holding his throat and like gurgling. Hey, like he was hey, first of all. Blood, but he just there's no blood. Stop blowing bubbles. Hey, don't bring that horrible, horrible existence of a movie into this conversation. Listen, into a movie not about that. A movie about yeah. blood has no blood in it. Feel like you got Morbius all over this good movie. Like you just killed the vibe. That's, that's why I wanted to start with the negative, so we could get that out of the way. Yeah. Push that to the side. Take yes. it over the rug. Throw it out the window. All right, so good, good job. <laughs> so before we move on, any other negatives? Anything that anybody else want to point? Out? I didn't like the CGI on Okoye in her uh, midnight. Uh, what's the name midnight of that suit? Yeah, it was ugly. The yeah. midnight angel suit. It did some weird around her head. It was like, what is going on right here? She looked like something out the Predator. It was not very cute. I It was not. I don't blame her for not wanting to wear that shit. <laughs> Besides that, and that it was those two things for me. Um, I'm trying to see since we're talking about the negatives, mm-hmm. was it a negative? I mean, I think it was done tastefully and done respectfully. They didn't really get into the nuances of the illness right. that oh, the child yeah. was very respectful. Yeah, because you you have to define it because at the end of Black Panther, you see them take a heart shaped herb in the ice, got the calls of the Black Panther back, mm-hmm. went through a tear on Black Panther. Uh, notice again, if you watch the first one, he did not kill not one of his people no. in the first movie. He just kind of incapacitated everybody. And um, Well, I mean, he now killed, he's killed Killmonger. Well, did he though? I mean, did he? I mean, he's in the, he's in the answer to the question, so he did. <laughs> There's no arguing that. He analyzed him. He killed him for the life. He analyzed him. Let's just go with that. Yes. That's so accurate. He's unalived. Unalived. Because we talk about this. He's really dead. It's would, the MCU. Would, would, would Disney Marvel 
showing all these ancestral planes and the Duat and all these uh, Valhalla's and all these after death places that people are just going and chilling. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just waiting for that call so they can call me back down to earth so I can go back and do more stuff. No one really dies in these things, right? Not really. But I will say this. He, he, he did that. <laughs> Oh wow. wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. if you hate us, you just say, say that. That. <laughs> that nobody dies because. I mean, I thought she was going to say Uncle Ben. But... Everybody knew that Uncle Ben dead. Uncle Ben ain't not coming back. <laughs> wow. What is going on right now? Listen, uh, I, it was respectfully done, but I'm saying if they didn't do it that way, and that's why I said they did the movie exactly the way they did it, because I couldn't see it going any other way, because how can you explain why is he sick, or why is he, the illness has taken over? Mm-hmm. They, you would have to get into that. Yeah. But, because the heart-shaped herb gives you heightened everything, immunity, Flexibility, speed, durability. You could survive a stab to the stomach with no blood spilling. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Shuri had that new new because Shuri had a little bit the of synthetic the, the, the synthetic cartridge. Listen, yeah. Calipers mixed into Let's it. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about it then. So, what percentage was the organic cartridge herb versus the synthetic one? Because synthetic was ninety eight percent. Right? Well, no, the confidence science. rate was 98%. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's MCU science. It's, 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 no, the confidence that's a, rate. That's a thing now. She asked Grill, what's the confidence rate? What's the likelihood that this will be successful? So that was the 98%. Mm-hmm. It was fully synthetic. It was 100% fake. Yeah. Now, I don't know how you 3D print something edible. Because all of I these, mean, it depends on what you use. The 3D well, printer. it all depends on the material. Yeah, what material are you putting in the three D printer? It's gummies. What you say? The Twizzlers. You pull them apart, and they're like a little string. I think they call it Twizzlers. It's a heart shaped herb, and again, it crushes. Then so it could have just been like a plant based kind of material. Yeah. Who are y'all so looking at? Each other. Each other. <laughs> We're not normally in the same. Michelle's like, look here, I'm trying to. <laughs> we have to look at the look, 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 look at This is what happened. <laughs> Listen to me, I'm making sense of I'm this science. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it all depends on the material that they're using, right? They can use gummy, gummy candy, gummy strings. <laughs> I mean, how's it glowing? He should say this. <laughs> Look here, Sky I was in that movie and I was. And yeah. it was I'll allow it. It's okay. This is fine. It's okay. The molecules work. It's DNA. It's all the molecules. How they work together. The, rea- the chemical reaction and everything. And clearly, they have that new age 3D printer that print edibles, <laughs> plant-based, <laughs> <laughs> minerals, <laughs> fiber, fiber, vitamin E. That's the Delta 25. I mean, you can print a whole baby if you wanted to.
I think that's Science. what Michelle was saying is exactly how I went about this movie. Everything was like, I'll accept that. Yeah, it really was. It was like, I'll accept it that. It wasn't It was just enough for me to be like, huh. Okay. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> like, it was a lesson. You got to think that what God does is so big. They're so advanced. They're have more well, yeah, technology. Yeah. Well, not that more advanced excuses, but you know. <laughs> Because it was like, when you were talking about the child, it was like, did my mother see her? She was like, yes. She was like, this, this damn <laughs> Like, she knew I had a nephew and she didn't even see nothing? Okay. I mean, as an audience member, I was like, That's why she oh, is unalive. I'll accept that. That's why she is unalive. She do all that type of mess. She knows that. It's like, because if she did not tell the queen, it would have been like, oh, like, you got this baby, you hired babies from the queen and did T'Challa really know because it was like I I'll accept that uh, <laughs> I'll accept it might be I'll <laughs> accept it all of this science <laughs> because that's exactly what I felt like I'm like okay so he knew he had a son but he didn't want his son to go underneath the, the guidance or the pressures of the throne Anybody watch House of Dragons or Game of Thrones, you know how that is. So it makes sense. I mean, if anybody saw the last movie, Killmonger had a whole speech about this. Right. Hey, a lot of pressure for a kid. And then it, again, it makes sense if you really want your kid to grow up outside of Wakanda to have a more worldly view. Better appreciation versus outside of royalty. Exactly. And then, you know, bring them back to Wakanda whenever. So here's a question that I'm going to ask. Are we going to see a retelling of The Lion King? What? Because, of course, the new T'Challa is going to come of age, and he has a kingdom that's inherently... I don't think Shuri would actually fight him over it. Sh- Shuri has no. Oh, already coming to That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Shuri has no interest in being a queen or a king or however you want to categorize it. She, she is interested in being a. Well, that's an option too. <laughs> but she's more interested in being a Black Panther. So, so when it's time to show up at the fall, she wasn't there. And I don't think anybody. In any of those tribes, have anything for Winston Duke's character of Umbaku, so we can pretty so, much. So you're saying that Umbaku could be king and Siri, Shuri could be Black Panther, and that's okay. Yeah, so that's something that they will allow. Yeah, because uh, the thing about yes. it was when T'Chaka was king before he died in Civil War, T'Chaka was king and T'Challa was Black Panther. I yes. Okay, yes. And then it wasn't right. until he died that they did but the ceremony. At some point, was the Black Panther. Yeah, this is also true. Okay. Yeah, when he was younger, he was doing both. Okay, but then as he got older, right. so yeah, like, that is possible. Like, look, I can't fit in this. I can't see that. I got to say, that's what happened when you eat Cheetos. <laughs> that vibranium, that heart-shaped herb, don't stop you from gaining weight. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to slow your aging down too, though. Nah, that I don't know. Put a whole thesis on vibranium. <laughs> but I mean, to be 100 honest, we don't know how old T'Chaka was. Ooh. I like how both. Not young enough to stop. <laughs> not, not young enough to stop. Stop <laughs> But it wasn't. Demo. It wasn't Demo. lucky though. It Demo, was Demo. 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 <laughs> 
for them to successfully be able to kind of throw us off track, throw us off track <laughs> and tell a great story. And shout out to Ryan Kugler and his whole team for being able to put something like this together. Right. Because again, the script was written. You were probably feeling great about yourself. I'm about to kill him. I'm about to kill him with this new script. And then you see on the news, Chadwick Boseman passed, and you're like, they messed up again. They got the wrong guy again. Let me call my brother. Oh, they they saying, you gone, my guy. And then they like, he's really gone. And it was like, whoa. I wasn't there. I'm speculating, but I'm just imagining <laughs> it went that way. So it was like, what? what? So you got to rewrite your whole whole thing and rework your whole thing at the same time with like these guys are friends. Right. So you're still emotionally dealing with that and Marvel's like, yeah, I know you feel sad. Uh we, we need you to come to work. We need you to come here today. Billions, your day. Billions of dollars right here, my guy. So I need you to pull it together. And like I said, he knew Chad enough to know that they didn't he wouldn't want him to stop because he put so much into that. You're not gonna just abandon that man's legacy like that when he meant so much to so many people. It was just, it's a lot. And what we got, man, I don't think anybody can really ask for anything more. No. I mean, if you, if you can. I've heard some people saying uh, that they wanted something else. But again, they were saying they were saying well, they have, they were saying we didn't even have and because we didn't really need Val, we didn't need Ross. And so they were saying we didn't need Riri. So we didn't need Riri. We didn't really need the vibranium detector. But I think if you really take it for what the plot points were, it kind of all fits. It do. I it mean, makes sense. Who would think to make a vibranium detector anyway? Riri Williams. And she did it. I like how they say she wasn't doing it for the government. She did it for for school. And that's so real because you have people who have these like internships or they have these final projects at these prestigious schools, especially somewhere like MIT. And they own them. You don't own those projects. Once you submit that, that's no longer yours. So the school can do whatever they want with it. Whatever they want with it. The government is going to be paying the school that really is not seeing any of that money. That's why she was so That's shocked. Crazy. Like, I never built anything for the CIA, and, she was, and so That's crazy. It, it, like you say, it, you you say that well, people say that oh, we didn't need this, we didn't need that, but it's like you can't expect any MCU movie at this point to be self-contained into just this film. There, we've been a part of a, 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 a expanding universe ever since two thousand and eight. Ever since the Incredible Hulk when Tony Stark showed up at the end of the movie. That was it. That was the last time that we ever had a self-contained actual movie. And so we don't need Val. Sure. Val be, but I mean, we, we have information now. Val's the director of the CIA. When the hell did that happen? We don't know, but I bet you we're going to find exactly. out about it in the Thunderbolts. But well, we didn't know Val. Well, no, we didn't, may not even need Ross, but now the fact that Ross was a prisoner a federal prisoner, Wakanda broke him out, that's going to bring the government back to Wakanda. That's a future conflict. A lot of breakouts this season in, in, uh, in the four, huh? In, in, in phase four. Because the one broke out Milan, or... Oh, I probably spoke. Well, we get to swallow one. <laughs> and that's a she-hulk. 
Wan's been breaking people out, and then Wakanda's breaking people out. Wu Tang breaking people out. I'm just throwing that out. But we have to like, the the plot kind of made sense. Mm -hmm. Or even Val and Rock. Did y'all see the map of Belize? Well, what the, the whole map of Belize. Where I missed that. Look here, I was just proud. <laughs> <laughs> I had my little moment. And see, and that's, so, and that's another yeah. thing because just like you saying that, like you noticed that. Well, we, uh, well, I know for me personally, I didn't, I didn't notice that. But you have people who were upset when they made the announcement that Nemo wasn't going to be Atlantean. He wasn't going to be from Atlantis. He was going, you know, his Thank God. his uh, his heritage was going to be derived yeah. from ancient Aztec and Mayan cultures, kind of like all right. And it's like. People always like, oh, well, you know, MCU is too woke. Oh, MCU is all about feminism and all of this, you know, agenda. And it's like, but you don't understand. People who are outside of this realm don't understand the impact. How I've been seeing on social media, like a lot of Hispanic children, like they see Namor. Yeah, they're doing that. Like this is all part, like, this what, is all. what part of what part of like ancient Aztec and Mayan culture have we seen depicted in films that wasn't either it's A, not. these cultures being, you know, conquered and taken into slavery. Cannibals. Or, yeah. Right, or savages. Or if it's something like, mm -hmm. oh, well, the ancient, you know, Mayan culture is the end of the world. You know, it's always being yeah. depicted in a negative light. But now you have yes. something being shown to where this is a beautiful Talukan was a beautiful city underwater. And it's like, we know, at least those of us who watch Aquaman, know how horrible oh. some stuff can look while it's supposed to appear to be underwater. But the way that they did this, I don't know, you know, I don't know how they shot this. I don't know how it was composed. Whoa. You know, <laughs> we talked about the CG of them, you know, above the water, but the CG underwater, like them just, and this goes to probably one of my uh, one of my favorite things about the movie was just sound design because I don't know I know uh, Ludwig Göransson was the composer for the score of the movie and just the music that was chosen for a lot of these scenes was just so poignant so perfect so when Namor and Shuri are kind of like floating through the city and just your like it, it, it's a feast for all your senses, right? So it's like you're getting this beautiful city, you see it with your eyes, and you have this beautiful music that you're hearing, and just them flowing through the water and being able to see all of this stuff and seeing this this metropolis of a city. And it's just like I don't know what it is about Ryan Coogler and how he can write these villains, and I can't even call them villains, just basically they're antagonists at this yeah. point. And you, like, you, as much as people <clears throat> can try to hate on Killmonger and like, oh, well, he was a bad guy for doing what he did. It's like, but you was understand it? his point. He was not. It's like he he wanted equality. He, he just, did everything he was, white super white superheroes do. Exactly. He's not a villain. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he he just did it in an extreme way, right? And so that's what <laughs> made him the bad guy. But it's like the same thing with Namor. It's like you see my city, you see my people, so you understand what I'm trying to protect. Yeah, you understand that. why I can't, you know, if these 
people because you see what they did at the outreach center. If these mm-hmm. people find out that there's vibranium here, no, their yeah. civilization, and they're gonna destroy my world destroy to my get this rock. And if they do that, I'm gonna have to kill them all. You have to understand yeah. why I have to do that. But another one of the things that I you know he was the first part of the movie just started killing scientists <laughs> like wow wow you just oh you thought you was getting away huh <laughs> yeah uh, and another, the little ankle wings are working <laughs> another one of the things that I appreciate about the sound design was the use of silence right it's like you never really notice silence in the movie until. It's like a scene, like if it's a beach scene or something, and you hear the music drop out, so you hear the waves of the ocean, you know, or something like that. Or if it's a horror movie, and so it's silence before there's going to be a jump scare. But you take normally when you have action scenes, when you have fight choreography, there's always some underlying score going with the fight choreography. The fight between Okoye and Atuma on the bridge, there was no music under that fight scene. That was just all like action and like them just going at it. And then at the end, when Shuri is finally taking her, you know, her her funeral garments and she's burning them on the fire, it's like that whole scene, it was just like, it allowed you to sit and just be in that moment with that scene. Oh, it was yeah. like, there was no sound, there was like no music, it just, you was, you sat there. And I don't think that I've ever been in a theater full of people and did not hear a single sound. There was nobody coughing. There was nobody like sniffling, nobody rustling any clothing, nobody eating popcorn. When I tell you the theater that we were in was dead silent for that scene. And then silent scenes, right? Yeah. Pretty much all the silent scenes. Everybody was so invested in that moment because it's like you you you're immersed in that. And I feel like they they did that so well throughout the movie. They played with sound and they they the music was great. You know, and I know we had a conversation about uh about Rihanna's song as sort of the the, the lead title for the soundtrack. <laughs> and I, I agree with you. I, I don't it's not my favorite song. Uh especially as after we got like some of the songs from the first soundtrack. Why? <laughs> yeah. And so Rihanna, I'm gonna need you to you had one baby. I'm gonna need you to send your shit up. I did not like that at all. It was one child, girl. Come on. You know, fell off the whole way. I feel like the first album was fire. Like it was all like it was just so great. Can you even all the same? No, the only thing that they've been really promoting is Rihanna's because apparently the Avon lady took a break to. Not the Avon lady. But they've been making it so irritated. I'm sorry. She's a fan of the album. This is what you dropped. But no, they should have tied this. Work, 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 work. This is not a savage. This is the best you can do. Because, I mean, you think about the first movie and the vibe of the first movie, right? Not, yeah. Not, but you think I about the vibe of the first movie. So you get, you know, T'Challa is accepting, you know, his responsibility <laughs> as the king, but also as a protector. So we end the first movie, it's a little bit more upbeat, right? So he's 
opening Wakanda to the rest of the world. He's announcing that Wakanda is going to do what it can to help, you know, the rest of the world with some technological advances. But so you get the end of the first Black Panther and you have, you know, Siva and her song. And you get to the end of this movie. The last scene is Shuri, you know, sitting there. She's burning her garments and she's having that moment to let go of her grief. And I think that having Rihanna's song played like immediately after that, like it transitions right into Rihanna's song, that fit the vibe of what was going on in that scene. Like listening to that song outside of that aspect, I feel it's like just so out of place. It's just another ballad. It doesn't really fit. But I think combining it with that scene and then playing the song, it just seems like a fitting in theme to what, uh, you know, what Shuri had to go through in that movie. Well, here's what I learned. Because Disney was saying this was the last movie of Phase 4, they wanted to kind of end it like they did with Infinity War, which was leaving it very down and very, you know, sit in this. And it was uncomfortable to sit in, at least for me it was. It was like, you're not leaving the theater feeling like, (laughs) yeah! Black Panther's gonna say the day, and like you saw the text saying Black Panther will return soon. You're like, Ooh, nah, nah, leave it. Just, 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 just go ahead. You ain't gotta come back. It's sad, you, yeah. and we don't go to the movies to be sad. We don't. We it's escapism. We go to the movies to enjoy ourselves to get totally immersed in somebody else's situation and. We were. We were emerging. and we were left feeling down. But if you remember at the end of Infinity War, you were left, well, unless you are like us and knew all these other characters that died were coming back because, again, they got contracts. You, they got <laughs> contracts. You already knew Spider-Man was coming back, so the emotional weight wasn't necessarily there for people like us. But those who don't follow... Uh, the trends of what's going on, they're probably like, Michelle, are you getting emotional? Are you are you touching Spider-Man? Is that what's happening right now? But this, this movie was one of those movies, it took you on an emotional roller coaster. I had no idea they were going to kill a queen. No. I no. just... That death just... And that's what I'm saying. Too, to be able to it. tell you... He's like, I don't care. I let it go. Bye. To be be able to tell these stories and still have twists that catch guys and girls off guard, man, that's a testament to your to your creativity and your team. Cause I was right there, like, y'all not about to kill a queen. (laughs) Y'all not about to kill a queen. That's the queen. And then we that water. All right, here we go. Who's back in this thing? Come on, queen. Come on, quick. Just come up the. Go about the water, Queen. What's y'all not doing this TV? All right, what is going? I take it to the Queen. Stay alive. Stay alive. They weren't doing it right, man. They just weren't. They were not. They just first of all, I feel like as a safety guy, a safety guy. (laughs) Everybody in the royal whatever should know CPR. Queen died. This is an inside job. I think you need to check. Uh, wait, somebody, wait, 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 wait. So, somebody was a squirrel. No, look, somebody was a squirrel. So, so Ramonda fired a Koye, right? 
Oh, here we go. versus this fictitious um, the submariners you know this 
fictitious place. I felt like it was really great. It was really good to do that and actually give them like a real culture that people can relate to. Uh, relate to. Yeah. So that was one of my favorite parts. Um, I for him, like I could understand why he wanted to do this. It wasn't just irrational. It was just like if she could find it, they could find us. That's the end of us. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they can't live on land. There's no way to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that part too. It's like we don't have another option. Like you yeah. can't breathe on land without these things. It's it fucking wet and all good. How long those little things last? Did like, you see what he took it all? Cut that man ankle wing like that and <laughs> held it in her hands. It's like, and look at it. I was like, Yeah, I took your wing, bro. <laughs> I like wings too. <laughs> Spicy. Just that was just so disrespectful. And he was looking like a little bigger. They felt like they were a. Li- they looked weird. First, I guess I don't. I I'm not familiar with this character, but at first I was like, maybe just a two inches out a little more. I don't know. They were just kind of like weird looking. <laughs> I mean, to, to be a hundred percent in the comics, every inch counts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they, yeah. Never think. But you know what? It reminds me of what's the guy that uh the uh Greek guy that has mm-hmm. like. Hermes, there you go. So I call, I call Hermes vibes without the shoes because mm-hmm. they just come out as angels. It's weird as shit, but then again, so is Archangels uh, from the X Men. Yeah. Because he has no armor. He just got wings and, well, until Apocalypse gets. He them. was definitely a character I could I could relate to and feel for. Yeah. There was urgency. Like, I felt that in the movie. Like, yeah, this is, this could be, a, this could be an issue, you know? Now, Ryan's doing the Disney uh, Dora Milaje series, right? Ryan Coogler's doing the series. Can, yeah, I think do we he, know that? Anything we... Disney Plus that's associated with Wakanda, Ryan Coogler is, is heading up those projects. As he should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. He is good at pairing culture. Like you, like Keisha was saying, he's good at pairing culture to characters, um, and I would love to see where else he would go and how else he would bring another culture into yeah. the fabric of the MCU because it's grounding them with culture and grounding them with real motivations that stands his characters out versus somebody like the leader. Or somebody like Aaron Cross or uh, Yellow Jacket or, you know, just these generic villains, Malekith from Thor to the Dark World. It's not just, oh, I want to take over just for the sake of taking over. Like Keisha was saying, just like, yeah, I'm protecting my people. Like he, did, like he did with Killmonger. I'm trying to liberate my people because, you know, y'all sitting here at the top of the mountain living good, eating good, when they got billions of us just oh yeah, oppressed around the world. So you get these relatable motivations. 
just makes a better story. Yeah. You know how we talk about story here on all things. We talk about inclusivity. I think he understands it very well. Yeah. Well, it's a fruit devastation does. type of situation. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I went off on a rant. <laughs> no, you were saying how you felt. What was your favorite part, Michelle? What was your favorite part of the movie? All of it, except that one that I couldn't I just like there were a couple Easter eggs I saw in there. Like there's definitely the one when I, I know Terrell didn't see it. I had to point out to him, but whenever they had like the CNN news stories pop up, they have little uh, stories going across the bottom like you would normally see on a news thing. And the first yeah, one was talking that. about it was like Scott Lane is on a book tour for his uh, Look Out for the Little Guy book kind of thing. And I was like, <laughs> I like they tossed in the couple. Like the second one, I think you saw it. It was like about Asgard or whatever. Yeah, the second one when they were saying that, because the first one was the news report with Anderson Cooper talking about how T'Challa had died. The second yeah. one was the news report with Anderson Cooper saying Queen Ramonda had died. And I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I, on the second one, it did say that there were some new deals being brokered uh, with new Asgard. So whatever, you know, and this is like just little bits of, of lore because we saw, and you know, again, just to tie everything together, we saw in Miss Marvel, one of the first things we saw in the first episode was Kamala making a YouTube video talking about what happened in Avengers. And the reason that she knows all of this, because Scott Lang went on a podcast, he had his book, and he's been basically telling everybody, you know, the story of what happened. And so that's a good way to explain to the audience, like, how would the rest of the world know what happened with Thanos because when it wasn't there right when they weren't there because you think about it if you had somebody in China right they're just minding their business they have no idea what's going on there are no infinity stones in China there are no superheroes in China they're just minding their business hey 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 don't you talk about Shang Chi like that Shang Chi like that Shang Chi was in San Francisco he was not in He was in Tai Lo. Tai Lo is located where? Not in China. Okay. What I'm saying is to say that when the snap happened, there were a, a huge portion of the population on Earth that, and not even on Earth because this was half the population of the universe, but there was a huge population of people that just got dusted away and people who were there have no idea what happened, right? Because unless you got some type of information from somewhere, because you think about the world leaders, right? They they uh, they congregate at the UN after all of this has happened. What are they going to talk about? How can they well, explain the, the ones that's left? The ones that's left. How can they explain all of this stuff that just happened? How can they explain how? And, you know, and how long would it have taken them to realize that it's half the Earth's population, half the population of the universe that's dusted away for some strange reason? You would never got that information if it wasn't for Scott. Right. So that's a good way for the general public, us, the watchers of these movies, to understand how somebody else in the MCU universe would know not only what happened with Thanos, but now know who all these superheroes are. Because you think about it, in Ant-Man, he wasn't a globally known superhero. You know, he He's was- still barely known. Right, he's still- We call him Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> but 
so he basically in Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, everything he did was centralized in San Francisco because who was, oh, it was <laughs> when Tony went to the raft at, in Civil War, and, you know, he, he knew Hawkeye, he knew Falcon, and he got up to Ant-Man, he, and Scott was like, I'll never forgive you, what you for what you did. And Tony was like, I, I'm sorry, and, and you are? He was like, come on, man, I'm, I'm an Ant-Man. He was like, I, I don't know. It is like even a, another Avenger, who Tony is one of the smartest people on the planet, doesn't know who you are. And so now the world is more familiar with all of these superheroes, all of the Avengers, everybody that came together. And the thing about it is it's like they kind of only really know what Scott knows. Because you look at everybody that came at the end of Endgame for the big fight, the Portals fight, you had just about every single hero that had been introduced in the MCU at this point. But then what a podcast. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that Scott took the time to sit down with each and every one of them to get a roster of who was there and who wasn't. Oh, you know, no. to, to tell. Oh, no. But it's just it's just those little things. Like I say, you can't watch an MCU movie at this point and not expect there to not be details about the bigger universe. It's all connected. Everything is going to well, look something else. I think they did a great job at self-containing this one. I don't feel like, and even though it, it's it's a lot of setup, a lot of stuff, it's a lot of setup for the Wakanda spinoffs, the Ironheart spinoff, the Thunderbolt spinoff, mm-hmm. and who knows what other spinoffs they're, they're linking to it, I'm pretty sure. Kane's in there somewhere. He's done something to do something about something. But I felt as though it was pretty self-contained. I don't think he would... It's just so goddamn sad. It's just so sad. It's just... Like like Michelle said, she cried. Like Keisha said, she cried. And it's, I didn't cry, but I can feel one of those, you know, single tears tearing up. It didn't drop, but it was like... Y'all go really kill a queen? Y'all just go kill a queen? <laughs> we still want it. Yeah, we still want it. I didn't care about the damn queen. She could die. Damn! <laughs> queen is old. Yeah, What's up? Michelle, did you hear the queen die? No, I only got no. Oh my god! It was the tributes to Chadwick and all that. You know, that was the only one that got Wow, y'all really don't. I was like, I oh, they to the queen. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but like... And it, and when does like, she become the Black Panther? Come on, let's get to it. <laughs> but it's like what, wow. I, what I was saying. When, Come on. When yeah, you know, when I tried to kill Mbaku, when when Mbaku got that fist to the chest, I was like, oh shit, don't kill Mbaku. I would have tried that. First of all, Mbaku yes. <laughs> got a So he lost his stick and his body armor. It's like a little turtle shell. So I was like, oh. He got another one. His little turtle shell. Is that the same stick that uh, Boba Fett was using? No, it's a different one. Boba Close Fett, to it. No, okay. Boba Fett had a, uh, a spike at the end of his. And then Baku was yeah. Around, it was a musket. Around, around yeah. Hey, man. Nobody trying to get spiked out like that, man. You know? 
But no, it, it's <laughs> like like when we did He's our my review for, um, when we did our review for Spider Man No Way Home, and we talked about how yeah, crossing I, universes <laughs> today. <laughs> like we said, we're talking about the MCU. I mean, you gotta say MJ and Riri are at MIT at the same time, so we are crossing universes there. <laughs> But but just like we were talking about in Spider-Man No Way Home, the impact of having Aunt May die and how hard that hit everybody because nobody expected Aunt May to die. But we had all of these movies to sit with Aunt May. We got to know Aunt May. We got to learn Aunt May. We got to love Aunt May. We got to see who Aunt May was oh, yeah. and what she stood for. Whereas with Queen Ramonda, we got to see her a little oh, bit in sure. the first Black Panther. She didn't really say much. She didn't really do much. And then in this one, she had a speech. You know, she had some emotion. Yes, we know that how Whoa. you felt about yes. when Shuri got oh. taken. No, I mean, it's like, like we said, we can understand your emotion. We can understand your grief because you have lost your family. And it's the same way with Shuri. We understand your grief. You've lost everyone that you've loved. And so we understand it just, it's like, even though it was the same kind of parallel, it made more sense for Shuri to act out in that aggression and want to kill Namor and the path that she went down versus Ramunda taking it out on Okoye because it's like, you can't sit there. You Okoye's been general for whoever knows how many years. And you can't, you can't just think that she willingly allowed Shuri to get taken. Like she didn't fight with everything that she had in order to protect Shuri. Like you can't just discount everything that Okoye has done. So her being upset and taking it out on Okoye versus Shuri being upset and be like, I'm about to snap Namor's neck <laughs> and nobody's going to stop me. But it, it's it's just different. But it's just with Ramonda, we didn't we didn't get to spend time with her to be connected to her enough to where when she died, for us to feel that pain the way we felt the pain when Aunt May got killed. You know, it's just a, a different level of connection. And so that's what brought out that emotion for Aunt May, but it didn't bring out that emotion for Ramonda. I ain't crying for Aunt May. Well, then you are in my I did. In Spider-Man, I cried for Aunt May. <laughs> I, I, I saw, did. I saw Spider-Man. I cried in big home. tears for Aunt May. I yeah. love Marissa Tomei's Aunt May. Oh, I love her fairy. It too. was like the perfect age. It was like, it was just everything about like she how you think Aunt May was a teenage boy. She played it very well. Her relationship with Happy. It was just awesome. And they did a great job. <laughs> so when she died, I cried. Yeah. When Angela Bassett died, I was like, oh, thank God, can we just move on now? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> but, but yeah. Hey, when did you guys go ahead? No, sorry. I was just going to say to circle back on what Michelle was saying. Um, so, this is taking place, the what I'm assuming, because we didn't really get like a year on a timestamp. We got locations, but we didn't get a year. But we know that at some point after. Uh, T'Challa got back from being blipped. So we know that in No Way Home, uh, not even in No Way Home, in Far From Home, in Far From Home, during summer, at some point during the summer, that's when Peter, MJ, Ned, Betty, they all went to their trip across Europe, right? right. And after the blip, because we know that uh, Brad, 
was a freshman when they got blipped, and now he was a senior when they got back, or going to be a senior when they got back. So he aged up. So we know that this is going into their senior year in Far From Home after the blip. Wait a minute. What? He's a senior. He's a freshman. The blip happened. Well, he's a senior. Well, he was... Did he get... Did he fail? It might have. Did Brad fail a grade? I, well, I, let's, let's put it this way. I don't know if the school that they were in was like from eighth grade to, or if they had middle school included. All I know is that they showed, they showed a picture of young Brad, and then they had a picture of old Brad, and Brad was on the train with all the rest of them, and they were going to be... He ran up plot points and holes. <laughs> this is what's going on. But, I don't know if that was intentional. Regardless, Far From Home happened after the blip. And so we get into No Way Home, which is the beginning of the senior year for Peter, Ned, and MJ. No Way Home okay. ends. MJ and Ned get their acceptance letters into MIT. Right. So hey. we're kind of forever. We know that at some point after the blip, uh child got sick. And this was, you know, who knows? Because we didn't get to see them after, you know, in game. After the end of in game, we don't know what happened. So child got sick. Child passes away. Here we have a year later. This was because, you know, Ramonda told Shuri this was the anniversary of Chadwick's uh, or T'Challa's passing, and so they were going to. They went on a little camping trip, and that's when Namor found him and everything. But so this is a year later. So. If we're running parallel to what happened in No Way Home, then this will be about a year later after MJ has graduated and is in MIT. So she should be 18, 19 at this point. Riri is 19 at MIT. Now, we do know that Riri was a child prodigy, so we don't know if she got into college at an early age, so she might be, you know, at an advanced level. But at in any regard, they're both at MIT at the same time. And Ned's there too. <laughs> I believe I went oh, okay. Ned's there. I just about to ask, why you ain't saying Ned was there? Ned should be there too. I'm pretty sure Ned's cheating off that paper just like anybody else would with a friend. Ned, he got fucked 73. Ned, Ned is intelligent. Ned got an MIT on his own merits. Why do you think that I would say he was cheating off his friend paper? Because that's what intelligent people do. Why should I think of the answer? And you got the answer. Is that so? Well, clearly the intelligentsia told you right. <laughs> so here's a question. What did you guys think of the new suit? Uh, I felt like... Um, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, what I was going to say is that it, it seemed appropriate because with her, because of, they, they didn't have a suit before because she had not been interested in being a protector before she had all pretty much been given up on recreating the heart-shaped herb because after T'Challa passed she said you know I tried to recreate it and it didn't work so she just gave up on it there, she said Black Panther is gone there's no protector there doesn't need to be a Black Panther you know always and everything so after seeing Killmonger in the ancestral plane I think that you know, she knows he had the gold trim suit. So I think that kind of inspired her. She had, you know, she had her dots and everything. So she added her own little flair. But I think Killmonger inspired the, the gold accents on the suit. So I think that was a nice combination of her. And and I'll say her as in Shuri, but it's also kind of mixing T'Challa in there as well. But she's both her brother and Killmonger. So it's like a combination yes. of both. So I like the I like the suit. 
I like the fact that she incorporated her. Uh, <laughs> I like the fact that she incorporated like her panther glasses in them too. And we saw that you know their they malfunctioned when she got to the desert, so she had to like shoot them off. And it it not to compare everything in MCU to Iron Man, but it did seem like an Iron Man type thing when one of your pieces kind of malfunctioned. It's just an accessory to the suit, so you could just discard it and then move on and still you know, keep going and everything. But all in all, I like the design of the suit. I thought it was nice. The only thing, like I said before, I didn't like was some of the, the CG fighting while she was in the suit. But I, I, I liked it. What you thought about the suit? She was a little too skinny. Oh, wow. So, well, I mean, I'm Latifah, sorry. Right? No, I... pretty thin. Yeah, and so it, it wasn't very... I don't know. It, the suit wasn't bad. But I felt like I like the, when she was on the beach, I was like, damn, she's skinny. I kept focusing on how thin she was. And I'm like, how are you protecting anybody? Hey, here's something that's, uh, <laughs> you saw, you saw a bunch of through the wall. <laughs> I would feel like that. More focused on, which is, I know, so not very feminist, but um, I like the suit in general. Here's the thing, I do though. like the, um, the gold aspects of it. And I'm glad you said that because it's like, yeah, it is a, a combination of Kill, uh, Killmonger and it was really a good touch because that's who she saw in the ancestral plane. And I felt like that was a great little touch and reminder because, you know, there was a moment I forgot they were related. And right. so he showed up and I was like, oh, yeah, that is what He belonged here. <laughs> he, he could be here. Here's the thing, though. The uh, camera asked her, he kind of so man, how is it what you thought about the suit? I'm throwing numbers out there. <laughs> no, I, I like the belt. Like, uh, I'm trying to explain why I look this thick. <laughs> so the camera adds 60. So I just want to know. It's actually 90. <laughs> I, downed, I downed it. I downed it to try to conserve. So if you see me looking at the 120, just just know it's the camera. <laughs> You know. I'm right now. Well, I need to get an all all things hoodie. Wait, me No, I'm a little fluffier in real life. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what you thought about the suit? <laughs> uh, all the reveal of the suit. No, I liked it. Like uh, Spider was saying, like I like how they kind of intertwined like all the suits and like like uh designed it together because like, you can see. There was resemblance in the helmet, like I saw the resemblance to T'Challa's helmet. Like there was a resemblance there, and then of course the, the gold trim, and then, but you could also see that she kind of added her own little flair to it as well. So I did like how they kind of just like meshed it all into one suit and made it work. And honestly, yeah, she did look, it made her look skinnier than she actually is. Not good. Like, yeah. Like, she is a skinny person, but the suit itself, it just like, it slimmed her down even more, and it was just kind of like, I honestly trying to look like a stick person in some parts. I'm like, I'm not body yeah, shaming, right? But they're like CGI. I actually like, like my projector to have a little more meat on her bones if I had a preference. That's all. I think it was also the CGI was also just making oh, it more like stick person-ish. Like one of those like little yeah. bendy toys used to have where you could bend the arms and all that. Like it kind of looks more like one of Thank those you. things than just like actual person see, in the suit. See, see y'all trying to make me out to be the bad person here, but see, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't say it. I thought it, you said it. We're good. Yeah, I'm talking for you. We'll go see who. I'm, no. I'm just, I love 
My hero is a little on the thicker side. A little thick. Um, but that's just me. You know, y'all go ahead and keep What did Leia say? You kind of shot me. You're stone She looks so much older in a funeral shot. In a yeah. funeral shot, but it, when they put stressed out look, she looked stressed out at T'Challa's. Uh, <laughs> like she was going through it. It aged her up a bit, and then throughout the movie, she kind of looked different. But even at her mom's funeral, she was over her mama too. She was over <laughs> her mama too. <laughs> <laughs> she did not have the same energy at her brother's funeral. At her mom's destructive uh, a huge force of water can be. And that's you can't control that's that a Because what do you uh, in Talukan, what do you have like what's your most abundant resource? Like yeah, you have a whole bunch of vibranium. Now they get Starburst energy from these water grenades? No. <laughs> Those gushers. Gushers. There you go. They're even shaped like gushers. <laughs> They they do it. Watch out, Disney. That lawsuit's <laughs> coming. But yeah, it's like the, the one thing that you have an abundance of in Talukan is water. You're underwater. Okay. That's something that you cannot run out of. So how do you harness that and make weapons outside of your you know your vibrating weapons? I thought the water grenades were absolutely is just a, a, a genius idea. You know funny was that um not funny but it was very interesting to see their reaction it was like their first time fighting somebody that had full 
vibrate on armor. Right. Like yeah, every time they hit one of these guys, they were in shock. <laughs> This is not supposed to happen. No. It's supposed to die. The shock that a client saw, she was like, I'm pretty sure that I killed all three of them. I and then got all of them. And the client was like, what the hell? What the hell? Like, that, that was like... That, like, no, what did that Like, it was real. They've never really gone against, besides the few little pieces of Iran that but they've never had a full-on with someone that had weapons that matched their weapons. Well, let's just go ahead and keep them 100. If we really go talk about this, we kind of got their ass whooped. They did. <laughs> Even on the boat. They, they did. did. That was the last chance. It was like, they started with they, all this. If they they were about to be unalive. <laughs> it was done. They were saying by their mom. They were still coming on time. She showed up. Wakanda was not forever. No. <laughs> But even the, the, like when they were all on top of the boat, the first thing, the first thing that Namor did was take down one of the like one of the planes and hit the, the top of the boat. You had like twenty people get blasted off the back of it. That's the difference yes. between your little army going. Like right? the thing that scared me and why I respect Namor and why would I was on his side. This man got into your country undetected by himself. series like what's the danger what's the risk what's the you know what is it that we should be afraid of and you know mr vip frank washington and i we talk about you know sky beams you know you you have that big hole in the sky then obviously this is a planetary threat there's something to be afraid of that is the risk that is you know something that is oh that's that's we have to be afraid of it because we don't know what's going to happen if this thing is allowed to succeed and we've gotten a lot of properties in the MCU lately that doesn't really have those big implications. But it's like, I feel like what creates great films 
is when you don't know what's going to happen because not a lot of people are familiar with Namor. They're not a you know familiar with his skill set, with his ability. And I feel like Wakanda Forever showcased that fantastically. Like him being able to access Wakanda just from any body of water, no matter how you know he Damn, can come with the shits, okay? He can come <laughs> from wherever, infiltrate the infiltrate the country. But not only that, we saw him just bringing you know, orcas into into the river, you know? What? Just bringing, what? bringing whales into just the river jump, in Baltimore. Jump off the whale back like what? We here. Yeah. Total can. We here. What? And, the thing and, about, and we got water grenades. Right. And it's just, you don't know. You're watching the movie and you're filled with suspense. You're on the edge of your seat because you're like, there is a very, and it, it was the same thing with, you know, uh, the first Black Panther after Killmonger threw T'Challa off the off the side of the waterfall. We were like, so disrespectful. We were like, well, we see that for the first time. We was like, wait, hold up, how do you even do that? T'Challa did. Like, he is the main character. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, where is this story going now? Because T'Challa just died, and now Killmonger is the king. So we don't know what's going to happen now. And it's the same thing with this one. It's like Namor came to Wakanda. Killed your queen, didn't bat an eye. It's like you have one week. If not, we're gonna come back and we're gonna burn this bitch down because we're gonna have our way and nobody's gonna stop us. And at that point, you're like, who can stop him? And like, wh- what's going to be able to stop him? And even you know, no, no goddamn body. <laughs> we we get the whole you know transformation of Shuri becoming a new Black Panther, and she has this rage. And this aggression, but we know anybody who's watched any type of action movie, they know you go into a fight without a level head. You go into a fight just looking for pure revenge. It's going to get the better of you, it's and at the end of the day, you're going to get beat. And we saw that, you know, <clears throat> even when they caught Namor and they were taking him to the desert and they captured him in the ship and they were trying to dry him out, he still had his weapon with him. He started destroying the ship from the inside. It's like you don't give this guy enough credit. And then still, you get onto the boat. Uh, you get onto the the island, the desert, or whatever. And I know one of the biggest uh, complaints that a lot of uh, content creators that I saw leading up to the movie was like, "Oh, well, how is Shuri going to be? You know, the new Black Panther. Shuri's never trained. She's never fought. You know, she she doesn't have the skills like T'Challa was. You know." an expert on all these different styles of fighting and you know that's Shuri she did. Right. And that's that's the main thing. We don't know that Shuri never trained. But even had she trained, even if she was skilled in, you know, hand to hand combat and all sort of kind of stuff, she has enhanced strength and heart shaped herb. Nimor still was kicking her ass. I mean she got some this is true. Well Wakanda was losing. <laughs> Wakanda was, lost. This had she not just out of a pure act of desperation pulled herself off that spirit, she was gonna die on that beach. And that was gonna be Well not end. really, because that blood that blood really don't come leaking out. Lost, you know so she the blood coagulates really fast so much that you would think she immortal. You would, but she's not. But <laughs> she not. She not. <laughs> but she was on that on that spirit having real life decisions like my brother was here. 
And and that was another another uh another team where, like you said before, thank God that they didn't, you know, CGI Chadwick in. They didn't, you know, do like a voice modulation where they took like yeah. his parts of speech and recreated him saying something to Shuri. I really I was expecting that. I was expecting I was honestly expecting that. I, so I that's what I'm saying. Glad that they didn't. But then I also feel like right. at the same time, Ramonda showing up. At that point in time, it just it just felt like that was a little forced because the, the the whole line, you know, show him who you are was the same thing that she told T'Challa, you know, back when he was fighting Mbaku. But it's like hey, I will say this, it was better than that Haley Berry line in X-Men. <laughs> what about the, the <laughs> what happens when the frog? <laughs> yes. For those who don't know, we're referring to Helen Berry had a line in the X-Men. But she says, you know, the original she said, do you know what happened when electricity hits a frog? The same thing that happens to everything else. Exactly my point. This is, it wasn't a hot line. So I think <laughs> this line was better than that. At least she got a reference and a callback to, you know. I just felt like if you were going to bring her mother back to say make... something powerful or something poignant to Shuri, I think it should What be... else could she say? I think it should be something different. It's just like something, even if they would have, if she would have had a line earlier in the movie. You want to know what a Rob Schneider, you could do it? Just say, no. get me out of this movie, get me out of this movie now, I'm done. <laughs> Use some of my use back then and spruce it up. Because I feel like I'm done. They could have used the line (laughs) that Ramonda said to Shuri early in the movie, and Shuri kind of just brushed it off, like ignored it, like she was. Which line was this? No, I'm saying if they would have had a line earlier, and then it would have been a callback at the end of the movie because Shuri just. It's so wrapped up in what she was doing, she's not paying attention to what her mom is saying. Yeah, I feel like going to somebody's, but like. T-ball game, like T-ball, literally game. You say, "Come show them who you are." <laughs> like there were other aspects right. of Shuri and Na- Neymar relationship, or how they are about their people. That would have been huh? way more profound than their mothers. You, yeah. you know what I mean? They are both trying to be protectors of these two two uh, domains that they they're now sovereign over. Not by any choice, not by any like this is just their responsibility. Now there's so many other aspects in the the mother aspect that I felt that would have been so much more relatable. Yeah, like she herself would have had uh, just a, a a nice one liner to him that would have provoked him or invoked some type of you know. Why did you say that name? Yeah. yeah no, so <laughs> I just feel like they were too relatable. They were just, they were exactly the same people. One was on land and one was in ocean, in the ocean. Yeah. So you're saying Neymar shouldn't have seen his mother when... No, I'm just saying like, like, uh, he was saying that the Angela Bassett line was just, the Queen's line was just said force. And I'm just saying there were other aspects of their relationship, well, not relationship, but other aspects of their lives that were very relatable. That she could have, she herself could have said something to him to invoke the same reaction. Yeah, like don't. Like for our people, for whatever. Like, like, yeah, like you leave, you know, whatever. But there was no reason for their mothers to show up. Like it didn't make it didn't make sense. It would have still been more believable. 
You should say that at the part where we talked about what you didn't like. Oh, to my attention, I didn't. Yeah, have, and now yeah, when I think about it, he's right. Oh, it's all right. She could not like it all day. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't like it either. I don't like that shit. I didn't have that in there. You know what I mean? I didn't think about that, but he's right. It seemed like they, they it was. They a little force. You got that he lost his mother when he was young. You got that part, and she just recently lost his mother. But there were things that they could relate on. I don't think they should have showed her at all, because if you wasn't she in the ancestral plane, why are you why talking up? Like, what were you when I needed? But you know what? I'm starting to feel like Keisha now. Like, you're not queening. You're not. It's <laughs> like, where were you when I needed you? Justin Bieber. Uh, Okoye did us a favor, okay? Look. Yeah, Okoye is Disney Plus. So, I think we got to the point now that we have to ask the question. Michelle, let's start with you. Okay. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Was it super? It was definitely super. No question about that. Oh, (laughs) shit. Even with all the flaws? Even with the not, there wasn't that many flaws, but yeah, well, really? even with some flaws, that's expected in any movie, really. Like, not, no movie's gonna be perfect. But Black Panther were kind of forever. All dogs favorite. go to heaven was perfect. What? All dogs go to heaven was perfect. It really was. <laughs> now, that's a movie you go cry on. Keisha! <laughs> what kind of forever? <laughs> Keisha already said Wakanda forever wasn't forever. It was for a little while. Just like the age of all the last of the week. They was getting their ass whooped on that goddamn boat. Goddamn. Why would y'all go in the middle of the ocean to fight? And y'all. People that get stripped from the ocean. <laughs> make it make sense. Keisha was Wakanda forever. <laughs> Super. All right, before I, before I answer this question, I just want to say, be careful because it's your own people. Oh, wow. <laughs> it be your own people. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was super sad, but it was super. Yes. If you watch it, you will. it will be your final goodbye, and it gets really sad, and uh, especially the part where she actually ends her morning. It was, for me, it felt like it was like that ending morning of losing Chadwick Boseman. It was very, but it was super. Except for the queen. <laughs> Except for the queen. Take the queen out. Take the queen That UN speech was hard. She did go hard on that UN speech. Y'all can't. She had a ghostwriter. <laughs> she had a ghostwriter. She is the queen. She's not, 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 she not writing her own bars. She is drinking his own bars. You know what? That's all I'm going to say about that. You know what? Respect everything you say. Spider. The people want to know. The people know. Wakanda. Right over left. Black about, Panther. You look like you're about to punch yourself in the face. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, like, Namor was whooping off. <laughs> Namor, like, Namor, Namor beat the brakes off a of shirt. <laughs> like, like, like a dog in like a dog. <laughs> Clearly, down there, there are no gender norms. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I ain't afraid to hit a woman. <laughs> At all. 
some Scott teaching down. Just go ahead and can get the smoke. Okay. So, uh, Spider, you condoning uh, this domestic violence? Don't start that. Don't start that. No. I do not condone domestic violence. This was a fight between oh. two superpowered individuals. It's not okay. a domestic dispute. That's why I'm on the sideline, because I can't do none of that. Uh, was it super? Absolutely. Besides Absolutely. the CGI? Okay. Yeah, besides the CGI, like, like, like Michelle said, there's going to be problems, there's going to be flaws in every single movie. It's not limited to MCU, it's not limited to DC, Warner Brothers, whoever. There's going to be flaws. We Every single movie that we've reviewed on this podcast, we've picked apart. We've t- there's, there's not been a perfect movie. We've not come out of any movie and said, this movie has no problems, no flaws. So there's going to be flaws. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the story that was written, the scenes that were shot, the emotions that Ryan Coogler and his team were able to derive from us in not only, like I said before, not only memorializing Chadwick's legacy as T'Challa, as Black Panther, but as a person himself. You know, and it's, it, it's like he didn't even have to really dive deep into it right so we have we have the 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 introduction where t'challa's sick t'challa passes and we linger on you know we have the funeral scene Shuri's grieving but the rest of the aspect of the story it takes us away from grieving t'challa but his legacy still lives on in the movie without having to speak about his legacy. And I think that's something that can't go, you know, understated because it takes a very unique level of, I guess, storytelling to be able to have presence throughout the film, but without directly referencing that presence of that person. Like, you could feel T'Challa throughout everything, you know, because even though we are not referencing T'Challa, we're not talking about T'Challa, we're not even mentioning T'Challa's name, we could still feel his presence, feel his influence on what's going on throughout the film. Like, a lot of the decisions that these characters are making, we know that they're making it because of the influence that T'Challa had on his people in Wakanda. And I feel like them being able to tell that story and being able to continue this story of Wakanda. And like we said, we have Black Panther will return soon. Uh, we have the Okoye series. We have the Dora Milaje series and all the other Wakanda spinoffs. You know, so this story is going to continue and it's all going to continue in Chadwick's name almost. You know, it, it's just being able to just encapsulate all of that stuff into this film and to be able to allow us as an audience to grieve at the same time as these characters who were related and connected to T'Challa, allowing them to grieve in the film. And it's just like Keisha was saying, having Shuri burn her garments at the end of the movie was like, that was that final goodbye. That was sort of not Ryan Coogler like telling us that, you know, we need to move on, like we have to move on, but sort of giving us like, it's okay to move on. You know, we're honoring what Chadwick did, we're honoring his legacy. And so now 
we can allow him to rest. Like, because this was the big thing that was hanging over after he passed. What's going to happen with Black Panther? Because this is probably one of his, you know, most famous roles out of everything that he did. This is one of the things that he became most known for. So after he passed, it was like his last thing that was left unfinished. So now that we've completed this film, it's like, it's okay to move on. It's okay to let go because now we've sort of completed this, this whole like kind of circle. But all of that, and, and we haven't even touched on the humor of the film. We talked about how sad it was, but it wasn't just all sad. Because they, 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 like, like, like he said before, Riri just going after the foyer, talking about all the makeup she had on her head. All right, and and her. Like, uh, a Baku calling Wilmar Fishman. After she had just uh, talked about. And that's why it was, she was necessary because she was the comic relief yes. out of all this sadness. And the other stuff that was going on, well, again, was... You need to you need a B story yeah. to take you away from the A story. Now you have a C story too. And like you were saying earlier, Spider, there were so many reveals in this. Well, Val showing up, knowing that she's the director of the CIA now, so she's working with the government on an official if she's telling the truth, but you know, clearly she is because she got uh what what what's we call it arrested? Uh, what's his name? We're also arrested. But then to find out they were married. Yeah, what y'all said, they were married. Like, <laughs> when they, they literally, like me talking about the silence in the theater, when they were in the car and Val was like, yeah, there are some things I want to apologize for for when we were married. I been, I audibly was in the theater. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? They were like, what? 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 so hard when you have people like us who watch these films they were dissecting every trailer we're dissecting all the previews we're trying to figure out who's going to be in it what are they going to do and to be able to just throw something like this just kind of in there even though it's kind of inconsequential to the overall story but that's just a little tidbit that you just throw in there and it still just surprises everybody it's like that's not something that we were expecting sure yeah very true how much is going to play a part later on right. still yet to be seen. The lesson I learned is that if your queen is going to send you on a deadly mission when she knows you have a son that she would leave behind, just tell her no. <laughs> just tell her no. Just tell her no. Okay? Just tell her no. That's my little tidbit. In the queen's defense, they didn't think it was going to get that crazy. In fact, why didn't they more send these goons anyway? Because I mean, they told them to go, we need you to go and get this girl so we can kill her. Why are we going to send other people to go kill her anyway? Because Nimor is smart. Nimor knew that they weren't going to bring that scientist to them. Yeah. 
So he had so what he said. Did they not know what the scientist was? So um, we're following them yeah. to see what he had to ride the orca to jump out the river. If, if we were anything, it's an orca, baby. Look here. <laughs> <laughs> Nissan. Like a Lambo. <laughs> well, that's the only one that's a thing to throw a throw up or throw on that. It was like a Lambo, you know. <laughs> it wasn't a Prius, but, okay? Not at all. But Mr. VIP Franklin Washington, Wakanda forever is it super. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, Ryan Kula and his team has successfully done it again, which is very shocking to say, because usually sequels have a tendency to go downhill, never living up to the original. I don't think that's the case on this situation. I think we have a very strong, very strong follow-up with everything that's happened. And I've said this, I don't think it could have happened any other way. I think they took the time, did the homework, Linked the 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 anti because Namor is an anti-hero, anti-villain, um, with a compelling enough story that makes enough sense that you like he should say I sympathize with him because I understand what he's trying to protect and he's not bothering anybody. We're down here in the depths by ourselves. Y'all came down here looking for something that your brother did. There's no reason that y'all should expose yourself. Y'all expose yourself, y'all really expose all of us, yeah. which I can't allow to happen. So here's what I'm gonna need you to do. I need you to go get this chick or guy or girl to that at that point he didn't know right. that made this machine and go ahead and take care of it. Not they were like, well, she can stay in Wakanda with us. No, no. That no. she built this, she can build it again. So I'm gonna need y'all to go ahead on and offer. And of course, now we got a conflict because it's like, I'm not about to stand by and let you just kill a kid unknowingly, even what they did. You know, it's like screwed up. So now we got a conflict. And again, Namor wasn't backing down. He knew he had an army. And everything that came out of the ocean, I don't think we saw half of it. No. And that's exactly why. <laughs> The, and here's the thing. The only reason we didn't see any more people coming out of the ocean because they all wouldn't have fit on that boat. <laughs> That's the only reason. They, they didn't need them, right? They clearly they underwater repopulating, and I don't know if they're giving out these squid. There's no TV. Hey man, they all got that little that little hole on the side of the wall. You can only throw the ball through that so many times. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at these gills, and I'm thinking to myself, she can get it. <laughs> Oh, they swam my way. <laughs> oh, look good. I think the movie is without a shadow of a doubt super. Um, I am interested in what they're going to do for Black Panther 3. Will we see an aged up T'Challa? Will we still see Shuri taking over as Black Panther? Umbaku as King? Will, what does that look like? Uh, again, it may sound selfish that Marvel decide to give T'Challa a son and name him T'Challa. It was there's gonna I kinda knew there was gonna be a T'Challa in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Whether it was gonna be coming from another different multiverse or what the situation was gonna come about. It's just too much story to tell with Black Panther. And now they don't they don't skip a beat. It's kinda like how they did with Spider-Man. 
everything that happened before Spider-Man was kind of like the Spider-Man origin story, and now they did like a soft reboot because they know Spider-Man, and somewhere along the line, hopefully him and MJ find their way back together again, which is the underlying story of that. You know this child is going to grow up and become the Black Panther. So You're just waiting for it. Let me ask you this. Is he going to join the Young Avengers? I don't know. Probably. Let me, let me More than likely, this. I would. Do you prefer this way that they introduce a new T'Challa, or would you have preferred that it be a variant from a different universe? So no, that way you can I rather be this way. Listen, I think everybody that's a Black Panther fan is really waiting for two things to happen. One, for him to kick ass, and then two, for him to marry Stone. That's it. Um, oh, I, and, oh, I take that back. Take down a Fantastic Four. Because if you think about it, if he takes down the Fantastic Four now, like he did in the comic books, it's understandable, it's justifiable. Because, like, who are these guys? Let me go see how much they can fight. And then he recruits them for whatever reason that he did in the comic books, or whatever reason Marvel decides to uh, antagonize that story. But we now get more, I don't know who they're going to cast in the future to play him, but clearly there will be a recasting if they want to age him up, and even if they let him join the Young Avengers and then age him up, somewhere along the line, he's coming back to Wakanda to claim the title as a Black Panther and King. Who's going to stand there and be in his way? But when that time comes, this is, we're talking comics. It could be Killmonger when about time, you know, this happens. But was the movie super? Yes. And I would love to see where they go with it. Uh, I don't regret nothing about it except in killing the queen. <laughs> Look at you just gave. <laughs> you stressing me out. <laughs> she don't like the royalty. That's all it is. No, I don't like to Down to the to the like stupidity. Oh, uh, she's not the smartest queen. Hey, by the way, I downloaded the Ariana song to your playlist. <laughs> <laughs> You just don't love me. You hate me. Just say that. Track one. Track one. Welcome back, Rihanna. Thank you for the music. She should have stayed where she was. Thank you for the music, Rihanna. Thank you. Oh, but to all of our viewers, all of our listeners, let us know what you think. If you've seen Wakanda Forever, let us know in the comments. Right over over left. Right over left. Make sure you get the salute right. Uh, And this one. As well, yeah. You, you look like you just stumbling or something. It looks like I'm trying to show you something. <laughs> but remember, if you like the video, go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes that go out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, just search for All Things Super on any of your major podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to join in on the conversation, just tweet at us at AT Superpod. And we like reading the comments. Hey, man, this is uh, one of the uh, greatest shows ever, this one, the one we're on, the one we're talking about right now. Because we talked about all these things, and we get into the movie. It was just a great conversation about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which is not really forever. Keisha see this shit looks like a little bit. They almost died. Their whole civilization was at the tip of that boat. Just, just waiting to, just waiting to be alive. <laughs> but, but I mean, I mean, 
Black Panther, Wakanda for a minute, just doesn't roll up the same way. I mean, you know, I don't think I don't think they would have got the same marketing that Black, they did. Black Panther, Wakanda. If your queen asks you to leave your son behind on a mission, just say no. That was kind of foul, huh? Right? To leave your son behind to go, you know, rescue my daughter. Right. Look here. Bump your kids. <laughs> like I said, she ain't shit. She ain't never gonna be shit. She wasn't shit. And, 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 Damn. She was a horrible queen. Seriously, Nikita was like, that's not me. I'm, I don't do that anymore. That was a life that I left behind. I mean, you come out of retirement, my daughter kidnapped by some water people. Come on. And then you know she that made it even freaking worse that you would ask her to do this. If she wasn't queening. And I need y'all to get on board with this. Y'all y'all can't tell me any different. She was a horrible human being. So has she she tried to make a film that she not showing up to the funeral. So she didn't fight general. We would have been on. So if Nikita had died, would they have would she have taken young T'Challa back to Wakanda? No, she no. Because, because so you think about it, if, if Nikita had died, whether it was trying to get Shuri back or if Nikita had died in that final battle, nobody would have known. Left him. Nobody would have known. Nobody would thank you. Ramonda she died. Ramonda was sure the only know. other person that knew. We would have had Killmonger too. <laughs> <laughs> She was not a great queen. I am no, sorry. She was known. not. Nobody would have known. Nobody would have known. Sure, it went away. Imagine your mama to come to you and tell you, leave your kids behind and go find some of my other kids. Come on, man. Y'all just gonna do the queen like that, huh? Queen did the show. Pull roll out and do it still at I guess we not finally know who the villain is. <laughs> 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 That's the true villain of Wakanda Forever. She annoyed me with that too. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I know. You just she just wanted attention. She was your man died, your son died. You need attention. You wow. that's all that it is. The, the thoughts of Keisha. Miss Keisha Twitter and Instagram. I this always says all day. She was not the best. She was a horrible human being. And I stand by it. Please tell the people where they can find you. Me, if you want to. I'm talking about this all day. I'm ready. I want all the smoke. Give us all. I can do this all day, Cap. Michelle, you going to give your handles out? Sure. No. Michelle, like, Michelle, like, nah. I don't want that smoke. I don't want none of that. Nah, I thought about it. Nah, like, nah. <laughs> Catch me when you see me. I mean, you can fly into the DMs, but there's no guarantee I'm going to reply to you. Bye. <laughs> but now you can find me on uh, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at Fifth and Queen. Yeah, basically everywhere. <laughs> basically She's everywhere. She's like the air. Basically. She's everywhere. <laughs> All right, thank y'all. Like, try to say y'all know where we at. If you don't find us, that means you wasn't looking hard enough. All right.
That's all we got this time. Listen, if you got some comments, you know where to leave them in the comment section. If not, then you miss an opportunity to talk to us because we love reading the comments and somebody answers them. I don't know where he is. He's over <laughs> somewhere in the, with the, us. Okay. Spider? Yo. Tell the people bye, man. Let the people go. I mean, you was just going on and on. I mean, you started taking over. I felt like you was feeling like you kind of running the show these days. I don't know. The queen told me do it, and we all know how that goes. You gonna be the next one? See, get... look, look. <laughs> you gonna be the next one that get drowned? Don't listen to her. Don't listen to that queen. <laughs> See y'all next time for ATS. <laughs> Thank you everybody for joining us again, Keisha Michelle. Always love having you on the show. We appreciate it. Happy Thank you for the invite. But to all of our listeners, we appreciate the love. And again, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought about the movie. But until then, we'll see you in the next episode.